Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 209. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And there's gotta be an easier way to fix this issue with Skype, you know? I mean, really. Uh, see, I had a piece of no Skype gods, that's for sure. Yeah, see... See, kids, what y'all don't know in the background is, for me to run the podcast and the show successfully, I have three audio inputs, more or less. I have my basic sound card that pulls information that goes to the mix board, which is also connected. Then I have an external mixer for the music for Winamp. Now, you've heard me have issues with Winamp in the past. That's all fine and dandy. Now... What usually happens is, when I Skype in Ari and Mako, Skype will decide to mute itself right afterwards. And if it doesn't, when I go to configure Winamp to play through the secondary mixer, it'll automatically mute itself. So, that is what happened, which is why during the pre-show for like the first couple of minutes, you didn't hear anything. Yeah, I was glad it wasn't my computer just shitting itself on me. Well, you think that's bad? We almost didn't have a Skype computer tonight. Oh, what happened? Well, you 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 didn't see it in the hotel room, but um, I'm running uh, Win 10 on my laptop. You know, the 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 beta, the technical preview. The newest update is out, and every time my laptop tries to install it, it won't do, and it'll roll back. It takes my machine about an hour to install due to multiple reboots of it and then it'll say it can't do it so it has to roll it back so I keep ignoring it telling it don't do it don't do it like wait 8 hours whatever so I'm thinking that's already set up I have the Skype computer here and I look up and over and I see it going into the updates and I'm just like fuck we can't have this happening not tonight so luckily I was able to go into safe mode and force it to go back into the technical preview so we so that the Skype computer will work because my the old Skype laptop it's not even I have to fix that you know cuz that's back that's that's manufacturer's box settings and then I have another computer which, which is running Linux Skype on that is kind of half-assed and since I use an external sound card to work with the mix board, you know, that ain't gonna work. So, you know. Oh, no, a, a, a day's effort for the uh, technical guru, director slash producer of this podcast, who luckily has not had a coronary. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much yet. Um, <sighs> we are live tonight, week of March 31st, 2015. Uh, on the VOG Network, we're here Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactivechatroom.com. Interactivechatroom.live.vognetwork.com. Chat lines such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or if you head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG Network, there's an IRC link. You click on it, and it'll automatically bring you into the chat room. And speaking of the chat room, it seems that uh, one of our fellow listeners is getting hitched. So we won't say who, because if we did, that might ruin things. But if you're listeners of the show, y'all probably already know. 
running a little late, but that's normal for this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Not that I like admitting it. Uh, well, that's what happens when you have a black person running things. Shit never starts on time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And y'all have known me for how long? Mm-hmm. Is that all you can say? Mm-hmm. She's tired. I'm exhausted. I think if we put a potato in her mouth, she'd be all right. See? Alright. Ari, how was your weekend? How was your day? My weekend revolved around <clears throat> Zenkai Con, obviously. Right. But, uh... That's... Other than that, it was mostly work stuff. I mean, I was fortunate enough that my, my scheduled days off were, uh... For this week, anyway, were Monday and the following Sunday. Which means I got to recuperate at least a little bit from the weekend. The only problem is now, of the next 11 days, I'll only have one of them off until my mm. work schedule goes back to the uh, two days off back to back. Okay. I'm not looking forward to this week. It's the things we do, you know. Mm hmm. Also, WrestleMania was last, was past Sunday. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, we had we had fun watching that at my friend's house. Mm. And the big twist ending at the end. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. Man, listen, that's all I gotta say. That's it. Yeah, so that's how shit went for me. Alright, cool. Mako chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, most of it was, like Ari said, getting ready for Zenkai and then being at Zenkai. Unfortunately, I did not have a recuperative day between convention and work. Sorry to hear that. <clears throat> so, crappy sleep during convention, mainly, you know, because we were all up and then for some reason... Every time everybody got up early and I, you know, had the room to myself and had a chance to go back to sleep, it didn't happen. Mm. So, yeah, I've been running on about four hours of sleep a night since, uh, Thursday? Damn. Yeah. You sound like you're ready to fall asleep now. I'm exhausted, and on top of that, I am a little bit plaguey from Khan. Like, I'm getting um, flu-like body aches. Uh-oh. But, you know, there's no chest congestion or head congestion or anything like that. So I think it's just that my body is exhausted. And uh, so my joints hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And I won't have off until Sunday, so... the Damn. Yeah, so the good thing about getting six days off in a row to go to a convention means that um, I get six days working eight hour shifts standing the entire time when I get back. Mm. I don't want to come into your store and return something completely inconsequential because I'm pretty sure I'll have my head punched off. Oh no, I've been feeling like crap and it's been making me a sarcastic bitch at work. 
<laughs> but luckily, the last, uh, luckily yesterday and today, and I know definitely tomorrow, um, I'm just doing merchandising, so I don't have to really deal with the registers or anything like that, which is a godsend. Mm-hmm. So I I'm hoping. Pitch was your default setting. Well, it is, but not when I'm working. I try to actually be nice when I'm working. Cause, you know, it's all customer service and bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, something got caught in my throat. Uh huh. But because I'm exhausted, I I have absolutely no filter at work. So today, my boss, um, he comes over and we're pricing. You know, we're pricing stuff. He says, "All right, um, let me see the calculator." So I turned to the girl. I said. He only has to see it, so just hold it up out of his reach. And he looked at me, I'm like, what? And there was something else, too. Oh, um, he's been going to the gym, so he lost a lot of weight and his pants are falling down. He's like, yeah, he's like, my pants are really loose and they're falling down. I said, you know, they came up with this great invention for that. It's called a belt. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! But, but um, yesterday I, I I was in work and I hadn't even been there maybe a, an hour and a half and I'm exhausted and he looked at me he's like um, he's like are you alright I said I'm just really tired he's like do you want to go across to Buffalo Wild Wings and get yourself a vodka and cranberry I said do you want me to sleep through my entire shift <laughs> and he starts laughing I said cause I'll go over there and get one he just he looked at me I said don't tempt me well aren't you just full of sass today yeah I'm hoping that I can cause I couldn't get to sleep last night I guess because I've been uh, up so late the last couple of days for the convention so it was uh, Sunday into Monday I didn't get to sleep until probably oh three o'clock in the morning which I mean wouldn't have been bad because I didn't have to be to work until one mm. except that at 8.30 8.45 8.50 and then 9.15 I got a phone call from the same freaking phone number waking my ass up and when I actually picked up one of the times, it was there was nobody on the other end. Mm. So, yeah, by that point, I couldn't get back to sleep. And then last night was more of the same, that I couldn't get to sleep, and I had to open this morning. So, yay. See, I think at that point, I would put the number on block, so. Well, I, that thing that you uh, told me to down, uh, download for my phone, mm -hmm. I've oh, got I that think. going. Yeah. yeah, and I still haven't gone through it, but... Anytime, you know, one of those phone numbers has come up the last couple of days, I've just, you know, set it to block, so. Mm. We'll see how it works. I mean, it, it, it works for me, so. So I mm. really don't, you know. I mean, but the thing is, I also use um, Komodo, and it does it too. I just tell Komodo not to do it. I just let caller ID just just handle it, you know. And, and what it's cool is it looks at the number and you'll see other people that complain, like if it's spam or something like that. Sometimes uh -huh. some spam numbers pop up, but it's um a recruiter or something like that. But it's whatever, so you know. Yeah, I had one pop up that said that this um this is potentially spam mm -hmm. and um 
I know that it's a bill collector. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's spam, all right. Uh -huh. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's done. All right, as for my week, my weekend day or day and week, however you want to say it, I have a job now. And I might have another job the following week. It, it just sees how things are going. I started working at this one place. It's temp, but there is talk of another job coming down the pipe. So I'm just seeing where things go. You know, I, I'm just being chill about the whole thing. So, you know. Um, I was out the weekend doing Zenkaikon stuff. And then Sunday I'm coming in, trying to get home, unpack, and get ready for work. It didn't help that I was I was delayed a half hour getting in, so you know, as soon as I got home I'm unpacking stuff, grabbing my shoes, having clothes ready so I could just be out the door, so And I was late on my first day due to the train. Thank you, MTA. Damn. But it's okay. Where I work, I could take I could take like my old train, the end train in. Mm -hmm. And it puts me and it puts me off on the block where my job is. So all I have to do is just get is walk right over. Nice. And then when I'm leaving, if I go, if I walk two blocks away over to towards uh, Bryant Park, I could take the F train coming back, which puts me a two blo three blocks from my house. So it makes it easy for me going in to grab Dunkin' Donuts. It makes it easy for a straight shot home. Because, <laughs> you know, the Dunkin' Donuts is the important part. you damn right it is. You and your coffee addiction. Yes. And if we look in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, um, let's see. Nemesis 47. Yay, Ron has a gerb. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Confetti's being thrown all over. Sarah Ackman says, now for me to get a better paying job. Mine sucks. You want a better paying job? I'll tell you this right now. Get out of retail. Work as a secretary for a company somewhere. You might not like it, but when you see that check at the end of the week, it'll make you smile. Yeah, except that it's very difficult to True. get into a secretary position when all you have is retail experience. Yeah. Thus my issues. Well, hey, you just got to keep fighting. That's all I got to say. Keep fighting. Yeah, the only call I've gotten so far about a job with all the places that my resume is now up and posted, um, it was for Aflac. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. It, yeah, it, except they wanted me to sell insurance. Yeah, I knew somebody that did, that did not Aflac, but another one. Oh, yeah. She would never yeah. do it. No. Mm -mm. I get those, too. I just, hit, I just put them on delete. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And we see in the chat room, Domino says, Domino says, retail jobs are a pain. I had one at GameStop during the holidays. It was bad. Yeah. So if you think that's bad, try being at Best Buy the day after Christmas in Geek Squad. <laughs> yeah, try working one of the big retail stores like Target or Walmart during Black Friday. Fuck S you all. See, you <laughs> got, see, but you got to understand, I, I, I was cool with that, so I didn't give a fuck. 
Because <laughs> I was a dick. I'm like, oh, you're going to be an ass about the sales? Take your item, give it to the person behind you. Next! <laughs> Ouch. Well, it's kind of true. So. <coughs> Alright. Alright, we got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, we're going to go ahead and take our break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Zenkai Khan. And hopefully, like last year, the Khan chair will kind of kind of ninja her way in and, and talk to all of us or something like that. Uh, we'll have the Skype line going, so if you went to the Khan, we want to hear from you, okay? Alright. Awesome. So, we'll be back.
let's get down to the gritty about um, Zenkai Con 2015. <sighs> All right, let me adjust my microphone a little bit. Ah, much better. So where do you want us to start? <clears throat> where else we start? We got to start on Thursday. So, um, you know, normally, I, see, like, like last year when um, excuse me, when I, when I went last year, we went down late because I had to work. This year, I didn't have to work, but you know, I had an interview. Took your last time getting there. Say what? You took your time getting there? No, normally, you know me. I would have gotten there as early as possible, you know, dep- willing with the people I'm driving with. But I had an interview, you know, that day. So I had to go do the interview, come back, and then pack, grab my stuff, and go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much it was a pretty easy ride going down. Is this what I think it is? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, God damn it. Well, maybe it is what you think it is. And the funny thing is, I almost... I was actually going to play it anyway on the drive-in until Mako-chan said something, because I was just going to wait until later. She's like, aren't you forgetting something? I'm like... No, and I just had to go right into it and say, fuck it. Honestly, I thought Mako Chomp... I, I could just picture you, you know, giggling like an idiot, like, with your, like, hand, like your finger hovering over your uh, smartphone, ready to hit play on it, and Mako Chan just says no, without even looking at you. That was last year. Oh. <laughs> no, that wasn't last year. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. I was laughing my ass off last year. Close enough. But, um... See, what time did we get there? We got there about six, right? No. Seven. Um, uh, let's see. <clears throat> I picked you up... A little after 3.30. Mm-hmm. We stopped at Wawa. Yep. So by the time we actually got on the road, it was closer to 4.30. Yeah, probably like 7, 7.30. Yeah, and what was cool with the Marriott mobile app, I was able to say what time we were checking in, and they said you need at least to give at least a minimum of two hours so your room is ready. So evidently, we were automatically checked into the room by 6. Would have loved to have known now because I got there a lot earlier than you guys did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that either until I got there. I was like, oh, the guy told me you already checked in with the mobile app. So I was like, oh, see, I didn't know. And the best part is I didn't have to give him my credit card or anything because everything was on file. So just let it through. Because, you know, at some hotels, even though you reserve with that card, you still have to show said card, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it was one last thing. So, so pretty much... <laughs> Normally, Zenkaikon, we wouldn't go in on a Friday. But because of the distance, we decided to go in Thursday. And also, one thing about conventions when it comes to th- uh, Thursdays, it gives you a time to kick back, relax, meet up with some friends, you know, and just kind of have prepare yourself. So that's what we did. Um, I think I took some pictures of Ava, and I think we went down to the... Um, 
we actually went down to the lobby, hung out, and there was a Danganronpa card game going on. Alright, now, Danganronpa is a, is a game, and it's also an anime. It's pretty much a bunch of students are in a school, and one, each person gets bumped off one at a time, I believe. And you gotta figure out who it is, who's the murderer, and if you're right, you win, and if you're wrong, you get killed. So, yeah, you know that, that game, Werewolf? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, that's exactly what it is. It's, 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 it's Werewolf, but instead of being werewolves, it's cards, and you're picking different characters from the game, from Danganronpa, and you're just assuming the, um, the, the character role. And that was kind of fun. Uh, let's see. Um, what did y'all do on Thursday, besides, um, relaxing, more or less? I, I think the two of us ended up just staying in the room. Yeah. I was, I ended up, um, trying to get stuff together because mm-hmm. um, I staff Senkai so I was trying to get some of my uh, staffers together and things like that and uh, so I didn't even get back to the room until like 12.30ish mm-hmm. at which point nobody else was in the room except uh, no, nobody else was in the room at that point so I just ate whatever food was there <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Ari? Oh, well, I got off. Str- I got off at work at around uh, three o'clock or so, and I just dr- drove out to. Uh, I had, well, let's see, where was I? And my uh, GPS said it was easier for me to, well, you know, shorter time-wise for me to just go through Maryland and up into Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So, but like just before I left Maryland, you know got my way through it, I found this little liquor store yeah. across the street from this ca- college campus. And I got some uh, Sailor Jerry rum, which I know you had rum, but it, it it slipped my mind for a second when I got it. Mm-hmm. And I picked up a flavored vodka from Pinnacle. This time I got sea, uh, salted uh, caramel, mm. which was good. That bottle, like, it was like a I think a 750 milliliter, and it was only like eight bucks. Not bad. Not bad at all. Then I drove, <clears throat> and it was kind of nice out, so I actually got to drive with the windows down. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I was driving through the farmlands of uh, Pennsylvania Dutch country. Nah. And the smells oscillated back. It started out, the smells were shit. The the uh, home and garden section at Walmart. Shit again. A a bar- bonfire, or or someone with a wood burning stove. Mm-hmm. Very briefly, f- uh, frying fat fatty foods, and after that, just oscillating back and forth between shit and uh, w- and burning wood. Uh okay. Also, I saw, like, up until I got to uh, Lancaster City itself, I saw, like, half a dozen different Amish people, and they all kind of looked at, at people driving their cars like they were the assholes. Mm-hmm. Wait, not, not... Saying nothing of the horse, horses and buggies. 
Gotcha. See, now, when you talk about the weather, you know, well, I left to go on my interview to, that morning. It was it was kind of nice out, so I was more or less bundled up. Then after that, I came back, packed up my stuff, and was getting ready to leave. I walk out, and I'm just like, it is too hot. So I took my scarf off, and as I'm making my way, and I'm like, by the time I meet up with Mako, I'm like, it is too freaking hot to have my trench coat on. What the hell? And things started smelling "quote unquote" normal by the time I got to uh, Lancaster City Limits and into the convention center. Mm. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we we uh, went to dinner later on that night. All of us, the three of us, well, not we'll me. To. Oh, not oh, I. Oh, that's right. That, that was a. That's right, that was somebody, like, one of our other uh, roommates. We, we forgot. My bad. Hmm. Yeah, I was working because we even tried... at dinner. Oh, that's right, because you were uh, ready to kill some of your other staffers. <laughs> uh. No, at that point I wasn't ready to kill my staffers. I was just really, really, really freaking hungry. And so, uh, because things were not set up in my room, I was unable to go... And get food with you guys, because I had to browbeat people to try and finish setting up my room. Mm-hmm. Which didn't get finished setting up until after midnight. So yes, I, I was a little bit cranky Thursday. Just a little bit. I was freaking hungry. Yeah, a bunch of the stuff was ended up closing early. We, had, we wound up getting Chinese at this one place who uh they were close to closing but they're at least you know not too pissed off about late customers coming in mm. we warned about the con coming up they're like eh, it should be fun yeah yeah he was asking trying to get asked how many people were coming in that weekend we were like um um yeah a lot yep <laughs> So, anywho, you know, called it a night. Didn't we start a little bit of a drinking Thursday night? I think a little. We, yeah. yeah, I think we might have, even though our alcohol was in uncharacteristically short supply. Well, we had three bottles of booze, and Saturday, Ranma invited, you know, the room plus, you know, another four people. So, obviously, that's not going to last very long then. But what's interesting is that I've done that before, and, well, you know, we don't, we still have, I'm still, we're all, we're still divvying shit up at the end of the weekend, you know? Yeah, we didn't have that problem this weekend. No, we, just about everybody you invited Saturday night was a drinker. And then Friday night, Ari and uh, AJ were... Uh, playing battle shots and shit like that. I did. I must have been out the room for that. Yes, you were. I had fucking destroyed playing that. That that was Very shortly before. That was shortly before you came back, because um, they were playing battle shots when we first started watching um, Helsing Abridged. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I came in. T- 
I came into the room from that. But um, before before we get way way far ahead of ourselves, you know, let's talk about Friday. You know, now okay. what, now um, also. You know, one thing I'll say about Zenkai Con, which reminds me of other conventions, when you get down there Friday, you know, it, it's kind of quiet, and it just starts building up over, you know, over the course of the day. I don't know, I think I went up the stairs, walked around, came back down the stairs, and I'm just like, where did all these people come from? Mm-hmm. So, well, you know me, I did my, my dotiful duty as a photographer, and I went around and took some pictures, and I have to say, I'm really impressed by the cosplay I saw this year. It was some really great, it was some really great stuff, and you cosplayers, give yourselves a, an, a round of applause, a pat on the back, y- y'all, y'all were amazing. So, I went down, so after, you know, doing some photography, I went over to opening ceremonies, you know, and I recorded that, and what was, and I think I just missed the beginning of it, didn't I? No. Opening ceremonies? No, we watched, we watched all of opening ceremonies. No, I, no, wait, 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 it was set up, I had to run up to the room and come back and and grab something. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, what was really nice is that they had a tribute to C.J. Henderson towards the end of the, uh, the video, which was pretty nice. All right, so, all right, Marco. Besides uh, video room stuff, what did wh- what else? What you do on Friday? Um, let's see. Friday, I went around dressed as Mandy from Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, um, because one of the voice acting guests was the voice for Billy. Um, Grim. So yeah. So. <laughs> After opening ceremonies, basically just walked around, things like that. Um, I was going to get my picture taken at that point, but you were online, I guess, for an autograph. And I figured if I'm spending $10 to take a picture with somebody, I'm going to have it on a legit camera and not on my phone. Mm -hmm. So... uh, I did not get that done, but then I went to his panel after that, and it was basically, you know, a Q&A panel, but he's going through using the voices and talking about his favorite episodes and stuff like that, which was pretty freaking awesome. So, uh... Did he like your costume? Um, he actually didn't mention that, uh, like, I actually took the picture Sunday, Mm -hmm. and he didn't make a mention of anything about my costume. Uh, but yeah, so Friday I went to that, I went to the Q&A, uh, did a quick walkthrough of the dealer's hall to see what was there. Um... And then basically I went back upstairs to get ready for the formal. Oh, that's a story within itself. Yeah, the the formal I I I found out later that, you know, last year the formal we could have gotten, you know, more people in there. There it just there weren't that many people waiting, that kind of thing. Um so everybody basically that wanted to get into the formal was able to. Right. This year we walked up and there is a long-ass line to get into the formal. Um, so not only was it more popular than it had been mm-hmm. the previous year, 
but um, come to find out that they basically um, had so many new people show up to the convention, they just weren't expecting that, you know, that rush of people. So I'm guessing, you know, that was also part of the issue. Like, I, th- I think they were planning for, like, 46 or 4,700 people mm-hmm. and ended up with almost 5,500 people that weekend. So, I mean, they had 20% growth from last year, which is awesome for the convention. Not so awesome for lines. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, the only time I know, the only time I've really had to wait to get into... um. A formal. I know Capcom one year I had to wait. AAC one year I had to wait. You know, mm-hmm. it's getting a lot more popular. I mean, I I I really think more conventions should do it. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree that it's it's a nice change of pace, and the music was a nice mix from what I was hearing outside of. Uh, Outside of the room. If you, but, it, yeah, they also uh, Rick rolled the formal. Uh, because it's still, you know, when did the Rick rolling start? Like 2005 or something? Yeah. And they uh, also uh, played Trollolololol. <laughs> but yeah, so after that, I basically, uh, I ended up doing some more staffing duties. And then uh, uh, AJ ended up getting there, so I basically hung out with her for the rest of the night. All right. Yeah, I'm glad that she made it. She was having a bit of car trouble. Yeah, it seems that she went out uh, food shopping earlier and unfortunately, um, I I guess, forgot to shut her lights so when she was leaving to come to the convention itself, uh, it seemed that she was unable to start her vehicle. Whoops. Oops. Uh, I know. Shit happens, you know. So. Yeah, as Gamer Girl X says, we've never had that many mm-hmm. people show up for the ball. We expected about 50 for the ballroom dance lesson panel, and there were about 100 that showed up. Yeah, because I, I spoke to Gamer Girl uh, about it, because... I had assumed that I no I I don't mean to say assume but I had thought that last year the formal was like two hours and she said no it wasn't it was only an hour and a half like last year because I could have sworn it was longer you know maybe because last year there wasn't as many people but mm-hmm. then again I, there are a couple of cons who do a three hour thing I think honestly formal two hours tops you know that's all you need two hours. Maybe an extra 30 minutes if you're really theming it up. You're doing like a king and queen type thing, but you know, it is what it is. Severely mm. overrated and not worth it in retrospect. I don't know. I wouldn't mind. Oh, I'm, sorry. I like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. having flashbacks to my own prom. Oh, uh, I didn't even go to mine. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I know AAC, they had like the king, I think they did a king and queen, which was pretty cool. So. I don't know. I don't think that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Mainly because it's just, you know, at that point, you're, you're not really, you know, you're not really voting for people that you actually know you're voting for 
people that are pretty. Right, right. So, like, I'm not, I'm not into that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it was, it was definitely an interesting Friday night. Mm -hmm. I'll leave it at that. I'll say this much. I mean, the Zenkai uh, formal has come a long way, you know. I really, I really like the progression on it. And as uh, Gamer X says in the chat at live.vognetwork.com, she's talking about live musicians. And I mean, formals are really awesome with live musicians, but you know what? If you got somebody w- with a laptop and who has a good variety of music, that's just as good if you ask me. I don't know. I mean... I... It depends. Yeah. If you're trying to go for a period feel and all of that, I like the Yeah. I like the live musician. Mm-hmm. If you're going for, you know, a promy DJ type of feel, then yeah, obviously you can just get away with that. But you know, Zenkai is very much into trying to go with their theme. Yes. So I can completely understand, you know, wanting to continue using the live you know, the live bands and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe putting it, yeah, you know, may, maybe putting, you know, some just recorded stuff in there in the background. But I definitely like the live band touch. Mm-hmm. It's, it definitely makes it more of, you know, a, a proper formal feel to it. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, going in there and it's, you know, a regular high school dance. True. I mean, at MAGFest... Which I didn't, go, I didn't go to any of those. Same. Um, at MAGFest, they call theirs MAGPROM, which is pretty cool, so... And if things go according to plan, I will be going to, to MAGFest next year. <laughs> oh. Um, and then, now, one thing I will say about Zenkai's um, rave, or quote-unquote informal dance... It is quite different from normal uh, raves, you know. It feels more like a party club type scene. You know, you just go in and you just dance. You ain't got. You really don't have to worry about, you know, grinding and stuff like that, which you will see at other conventions. You don't have to worry about, you know, things you're not supposed to inhale at this, at you know. So, uh, that's what yeah, I like about I mean, yeah. As much as everybody complains about, you know, about conventions being quote unquote family friendly, mm-hmm. I like the atmosphere that you get because those are going to be the conventions that, you know, are going to be very laid back. It's, you know, the dances aren't going to be a bunch of, you know, either horny 18-year-olds mm-hmm. or things like that. It's going to be, you know, somewhat all-ages friendly, so you don't have to feel like you're going in there and needing to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I- I'm, not going, I'm not going into the raves to be grinding up to anybody anyway. I'm going in there to dance. So to not have to worry about anything like that, to not have to, you know, see tons of people making out because it's cheaper to make out in there than go back to their room or go back to, you know, a hotel that's 20 minutes away. Right. I I like that atmosphere. 
Because then I can just go in there and have fun and not have to deal with anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that that reminds me. When I was when I was when I went there Friday night and I was dancing with this, I saw this one girl up against the wall and and I was like, "Did you want to dance?" And we started dancing. She remembers me from the formal last year as Luigi, so that was pretty cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah, and <clears throat> I think I ran into. I think this happened thir- like Friday or Saturday. I was taking a picture and this one girl's like, "I remember you," and she. I was like. She asked me if I remember when Zenkai was at Oaks, you know, at the rave. She she remembers me from that rave a couple of years back. Because I guess that was one of the few, because I think I know why. Because I went into the rave as Gardabelt, and I think I had danced harder and went to, and just dropped to my knees harder than any, than any other time I've ever been. So I was like, ow, the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as Domino says at live.vognetwork.com, yeah, I walked into the rave and just danced my ass off. So much fun. But you, but you know what, really? You, you, know, you, know, you know what raves really need more of? What? Uh. This. Oh, Sandstorm? Yes, it needs more Sandstorm. I mean, it's like a staple, per se, but, you know. I mean, hell, the song isn't DDR. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, and I'm maybe... Hmm? Yeah, with everyone recognizing you, I got your theme right here. Okay. In chat. All right, I'm going to click on that and see what it is. Don't worry, it's nothing bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, I would get up on stage and sing that. <laughs> Please don't. Just for that, I think I will. Please don't. <laughs> I think I'll do... I think I'll rent out studio time and sing this and send it to Mako-chan. <laughs> uh, please don't. I can do a really fake falsetto and be Natalie Cole and do the duet with you. Perfect! And okay. The, and the next time I hang out at Mako's, I'll change her ringtone to that. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh... You guys start pulling shit like that. That shit's being posted on YouTube. Okay, and? Is that, I'm not entirely sure if that's a threat or not. I know, right? Yeah, YouTube with some uh, really fucked up video to go with it. <laughs> look, 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 look. Seriously, me... I've, I've experienced threats like this. It's the equivalent of someone pulling a gun on you, only the jug of the gun back and forth in her hands a couple of times and let it spill right at your own feet. Look, listen, look, look, look. Let, look. let me tell you something right now. You hear this? Oh, God. There is video of me and Dark Tetsuya doing the Caramel Dancer song and and DDR Orange Lounge Revolution second mix, and it, the same video is on YouTube somewhere. So your threats of editing a video put on YouTube do not scare me at all, young lady. Uh, of me walking out, walking in behind them, staring at them for it. For a couple seconds, and then just slowly backing out. But you have to do it as, as you have to do it while doing the silly walk. 
<laughs> you know, the back away slowly and return when there's less weird shit reaction. <laughs> and speaking of ringtones, if you check out their chat at live.vognetwork.com, uh, Sarah Ackerman says that her boyfriend's ringtone is talk dirty to me. Oh my. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. All right. <sighs> And then, anyway, and then ending the night, and I come into the room. They're playing uh, Helsing Abridged, and I'm just like, "What?" I was like, show, "Like showing us." Well, you were uh, you had your computer hooked up to the yeah. TV, mm. and I was, and we were just dicking around on YouTube. And I just said, "Hey, this stuff's like I find this stuff's pretty funny. I'll share it with these guys. I don't know if they had seen it yet." And lo and behold, they enjoyed it. Only problem is, it was a uh, older vert. She had someone had spliced together the first four episodes because when it was made, there was only four episodes mm-hmm. in the one continuous block, you know, editing out the uh, intros and uh, outros. So they didn't get to see the uh, fifth episode. Uh, no big deal, though. Indeed, indeed. So let's move on to Saturday. You know, that's what they kicked in the high gear and then waking up to see snow. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was Sunday, wasn't it? No, Saturday. Saturday. And I'm not talking... It snowed again Sunday, yeah. but yeah, that was Saturday. Yeah. I'm not talking... I must have missed the Sunday, the Saturday snow. Yeah. You were still sleeping. See, I, I'm talking... So I'm not talking informed. I'm talking actual snow. The only reason why I was up that early, because I was doing a shoot with, my, with one of my friends. And I just wanted to get up early and grab a couple of, you know... Well, I'm trying to... Did Grab I? your donuts. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't go outside. I got the donuts on Friday, so yeah. So yeah, that no, me. I, got, went to, I went to that. You got donuts Friday morning, and you got donuts Saturday morning. The donuts. Were oh yeah. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, I got two for me Friday morning, and then when I went back and got more, you asked me, you know, to get yeah, you. Yeah, I asked yeah, you okay. Friday night. Right, right, I said right. if you're going to get donuts here. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. They're good. They were yes. really good. The bacon could be a little more crisper, but that's just me, because I'm a bacon fiend. Well, it probably was crisper earlier, mm-hmm. but then it's sitting on, you know, a bunch of sugar and moist food. It's going to, you know, it's going to start not being crunchy anymore. Mm. All right, so... Now, I decided to do like a couple of photo shoots this weekend, you know, because I really want to work with my camera, you know, see what I can do. And I did one, I think I did like three or four photo shoots. And I'm going to take a couple of those pictures, like a couple of those pictures will be in the layout um, for the photos, but the photo shoots will be up on my personal blog. And I'm just, and I think I'm at the point where I'm just, you know, I'm just going to blog post the photos and be like, here, take them, enjoy, whatever, you know. Cause I'm kind, of, cause I'm kind of like, you know, tired of trying to get like the proper blog post settings, but whatever. Um, it was some pretty much amazing cosplays, and I did see, and I saw her at Katsu. I don't know if it was the same person, but it was that was pretty awesome. Um, you probably seen there is fan art of Shinji in a Lolita dress, and there, it looks like the Ava that what? he pilots. I did not know of this. Yes, there, yeah, Evan is based on fan art, and that cosplayer was there. That was pretty cool. I do not remember seeing that. <laughs> well, That's probably a good thing, I guess. Uh, 
Oh, I, uh... I tried out for Anime Password. How did that go? Um, it was okay. I mean, I had... I had a really good grasp on uh, how Password works, obviously. Mm-hmm. What's up? And, uh... Well, see, what happened was it would take people in two at a time, and then there was to be another... Well, actually, four... Four at a time. Two would actually play a practice round against one another, while the next two in line just watched them and gauge their uh, reactions and whatnot, what and what to do and not to do. And uh, me and the other guy who were, who were auditioning together, he had he managed to get up on stage, but uh, I didn't. We were both entertaining as like with our uh, answers and whatnot. Right. right. Uh, at least Grego thought so. Yeah, Grego's an awesome and, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see. Oh yeah, the two celebrities were Uncle Yo and the Nostalgia Critic. <laughs> Which, yeah, they were like they were fun to listen to, fun to watch. The the funniest part was one of the clues was one of the passwords was water, because the the puzzle ended up being a uh, Blastoise. But you, you know how uh, how you're only allowed to give. <clears throat> You're only allowed to give the clue with uh, one word and no uh, hand gestures or whatnot. Right. And you had to you use uh, like you, like your face or your inflections or whatnot. Right. Here's the clue that uh that Doug gave for for water. He looks at the guy and goes, "Wind." Water. Exactly. You got that <laughs> right away. Yeah. If the, look, if she can't if she can't get that, she's too young for you, bro. Oh, she didn't get it. Of course. And, um, Uncle Yo and the other contestant are laughing their asses off. So is the, re- and so is the uh, rest of the audience. Mm. And then, well, the other guy managed to uh, score that puzzle right away. Well, and then uh, the next, they went on to the next uh, puzzle, and the uh, password for that one was a, uh, was actually, was actually the word water. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we, because uh, the the contestants and uh, the judges didn't have any way to uh, look, at the, look at the screen, so you had confused looks by the contestants and the celebrities, and while everyone else is just laughing their asses off. Gotcha. I actually like I wanted to get on, but I was kind of disappointed I didn't get there. But mm-hmm. uh, no, that was the like biggest panel I was looking for. Okay. I also know that we tried to get an interview with with uh, Doug and his brother Rob, but uh, that didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, we didn't get any interviews at this convention. It's not. It's let's just say technology between us and them failed, so we couldn't get in. So that's all it is. So I'm just it. It, it happens, you know. So it's all good. But you know, I was able to m- meet Trina Nishimura again, and she. And yeah, I went to get an autograph of hers for um. She does the voice of she does a a, a, a the voice of Madi from um, Evangelion. So she signed the uh, the DVD. So that was cool. And I was going to go back and ask her, you know, do a bumper for us. But you know, I'll I'll just send her an email and see if she could do it. You know. I also variously over the weekend went into the pool. Oh yeah. The pictures on the hotel's website make the pool look so nice and so beautiful. It looked like and it came out of the back of a redneck trailer, didn't it? It was sm- it was the same depth as the Gaylord pool, and only about half as the size. 
And and I have been in bathtubs bigger than the hot tub that they had. Ooh. So yeah, I was quite a little bit disappointed. <sighs> and I, and there's no diving signs all over the place. I'm like, who would be fucking stupid enough to dive in these little puddles? Ari? Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Have you seen the average age of some of the con-goers? It's, like, we're well above the curve in that one. <laughs> yeah, so, again, that ain't, that would not surprise me. Well, my whole thing is, if you're going to a convention just to use the pool, uh, there seems to be something wrong. Well, well, well it's, A, it's for the the write-up, Number and B, you know, I like to... I like to you know, experience everything the hotel has to offer, short of pissing away an exorbitant amount of money on the room service. Mm-hmm. Because some of the menu options on there were absurd. Oh, God. Bob Coffee in the chat's asking if Zenkai had a ball pit. No, that was Katakan. <laughs> And Sarah Ackerman is reacting to the ball pit in the same way I react to the gazebo. And you, you know, it's funny. Like, I think it was months ago when the whole DashCon incident popped up. And I was talking about this with Rob from Orange Sound Radio. And, you know, and what I started doing was, whenever I would see it references to the ball pit, I'm like, Rob, you can't get rid of it. He says about, about you know, this meme, it's going to die. I think... Ball, the ball pit is the Bruce Willis of memes. You can't kill it. You can try. Yeah. And the ball pit will come out and go, yippee ki motherfucker. Alright. Killed by a ball pit. Mm-hmm. That's one of the worst ways to go. Yeah. Alright, so... Let's skip ahead to the masquerade. Now, there was some communications issue. Now, what was cool was that they recorded the masquerade. So I think, I don't know if it was a live feed of it or it's going to be recorded, edited, and uploaded to Zenkai's YouTube page later. I don't remember what the specifics are, but I was told by a staffer that I wasn't allowed to record it. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) But I spoke to the con chair, you know, and she was like, you have permission, go ahead and do it. And that leads to our open forum topic, which I'll get into later on in the show. <coughs> now, one thing I love about Zenkai Khan's Masquerade, if it says it's going to start at a certain time, it will end at a certain time. I love the fact that Zenkai's Masquerades are at about an hour tops. Everything. Love that shit. I mean, I don't mind it being like an hour 10 or hour 15. That I don't mind. You know, but an hour, get everything done, knock it out under an hour, it's perfect. It's like one reason why I hated going to church as a child, being stuck there for three hours, and then I go to a friend of mine to his church, and they have Church Express. The whole service is done in an hour, like Jiffy Lube. I'm just like, perfect! You know? Yeah, and as Game Rock said, we had a live feed for the green room this year. So that way, people, cosplayers that are in the green room, they can watch and see what's going on. That's also really cool. So that's what it was. Now, I have been going to conventions for, I'd say, 16 years. 
You do the math. Whatever. And I've seen some amazing stuff. And I always love to... And one thing you will always guarantee to see at a masquerade. If it doesn't happen the, the, the year that you go out of all the masquerades, it will happen at least... I'd say at least once in your life. And that is a marriage proposal. I knew a friend who proposed to his girlfriend at uh, Capticon AMVs. I have seen people propose at opening ceremonies. And I've also seen it happen at masquerades, either to kick it off or afterwards. So, I'm sitting there. And, and the head of security, uh, um, Kiwi, awesome chick, don't piss her off. Trust me, you don't want to piss her off, but Kiwi is awesome. Calls up this one cosplayer on stage, you know, random draw. And, like I said, I've been around the block a few times, so I knew where this was going. And what was cute, that she was dressed as uh, Princess Serenity. Dude comes out on stage, you know, and he says some really nice things about about them and her and so forth. And then he gets on one knee and asks her to marry him in front of, I'd say, about a few, couple thousand people. There were not a couple thousand people in there. Alright, under a thousand people in there. Happy? Well, you were in that room. <laughs> there weren't a couple thousand people in that room. couple hundred? Definitely a couple hundred. Well, let's just say it was packed, and when I was leaving, it was standing room only, so. Hmm. But what happened was he couldn't get his tuxedo in time, so he proposed as Zidane from Final Fantasy IX. And as I was telling a few of my my female friends about it, they're like, that's perfectly acceptable. I guess to some, Zidane is pretty hot as Tuxedo Common, what can I say? Now, have... You, you're saying you see a lot of uh, proposals. Mm-hmm. Have you seen people who turn down the proposal? Nope. Really? Nope. I have never seen a, a no. I have not seen one yet. I don't know if I want to see one. I really don't. They'll ruin the entire weekend for the uh, guy proposing. Yeah, pretty much, you know. And depending on how much. Yeah, you... well, I wouldn't be surprised if some of those. They they say yes so that they don't embarrass anybody on the stage. Mm-hmm. But later that night, they're, you know, kicking the guy's ass for even doing it. Well, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, people have said no when they go to those sporting events that are on the jumbotrons and stuff. Yeah, but that's sporting events. Most of those people are drunk anyway. Wait, 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 hold it, hold it. Game Rock says, I thought he was Zell Ding. Alright, I thought it was... Uh, okay, it's been a long time since I've played, um... FF9. Or oh, was it FF8? I, 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 I don't remember. FF8, if he was Zell, he would have a face tattoo. Yeah. And short hair. Face tattoo, uh, the jacket was black and red. Something like that, or the top. Well, if he had the face tattoo, then it was Zell. Yeah, that explains it, because I didn't bother playing. I played 8 for 10 minutes and walked away, because I thought that was... I felt that was the bastard stepchild of the series. Mako-chan says otherwise. We'll just leave it at that, because we'll chase the table for about 20 minutes, and we don't need to do that. Well, <laughs> I like 8 because it's based on level and not based on grinding. 
Mm. Yeah, it it is Zell, not Zidane. My bad. <sighs> All right. So what I'm going to do, I'm this week I'm going to, I'm going to get just that footage of the proposal and get it online. Granted, someone already did it, but I'm going to get it up there anyway. So. And I do believe I'm also going to try to post pictures from that as well. So, and then Saturday, you know, as things kind of died down, we kind of went back to the room, hung out, partied, and we showed another friend of mine Tokyo Breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I spent most of Saturday morning. Um, with AJ mm-hmm. chatting about dot hack and the entire you know series universe before we ended up getting ready and then spent uh, a good portion of the afternoon down at the farmers market. <laughs> oh yeah, I was there with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I ended up I not going. Twice. Yeah, I ended up not going to any panel Saturday, which. Kind of disappointing to me because, you know, there were some things that I wanted to say, but Mm -hmm. I was so freaking tired and didn't know that sitting for, you know, an hour, hour and a half or however long and just, you know, in a dark room would be a good idea. (laughs) Oops. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I did not feel like falling asleep during anybody's panels. I thought that was, you know, a little bit rude. So Ooh. instead, I spent money in the dealer's hall. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I, I had to. I had to pick up the the My Little Pony set. And which ones did, did you, you see? Get? The My Little Pony Monopoly and Cluedo. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, but um, I ended up getting the uh, the original My Little Pony, the full series. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I have. I was gonna sit down Sunday night when I got home and watch it, but I was in the mood for Doctor Who, so I ended up watching Doctor Who until I fell asleep. I actually bought stuff at the dealer's room this time. Yeah, and I was still managed to keep myself under within my budget. Uh, it's, I ended up getting this gold uh, tie clip which has a big D twenty on it. Not, not oh yeah, you showed game. me that. Yeah, and uh, a D twenty pin for my vest nice. and this one vendor I went to he uh he, he was uh, selling magic the gathering cards work but his uh the big gimmick was he would ha- he had this uh like a little play map laid out like with numbers 5 through 30 on it and every and what he would do is like you get to roll uh 5 d6s mm-hmm. and whatever the total was you got that prize that was on there oh okay um, most most of them were were little uh, sleeves w- filled with uh, old cards and from past sets. Yeah. But uh, obviously the harder rolls got the bigger prizes. Like if you roll a five or a thirty, you get an un- you got a sealed booster box of uh, Dragons of Tarkir cards, which is the newest set that came out. Oh, okay. And f- for the uninitiated, a box cont- usually contains about twenty-four packs. Mm. <clears throat> but uh, I. I did all right, you know, didn't get any of the uh, really low numbers, though, or, or really high, but uh, I got some good cards re- regardless. Okay, that's good. And when I was at the farmer's market, while, while Mako and, uh, who was the other, what was the other girl's AJ. name? AJ. 
AJ, sorry, blacked out. Which is which sucks because I got a picture of her in her Applejack cosplay holding a bottle of cider. <laughs> cider, 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 cider. So I got <clears throat> some loose tea from my mom, which I know she loved. A big bag of a malted milk ball for my dad, and for myself, I got a big brick of a jalapeno, not jalapeno, habanero cheddar cheese. Oh, okay. Which I haven't touched yet because I still got other kind of cheese and the stuff in my fridge. And but wow, you could smell how spicy this stuff was even through the plastic. Mm. Yeah, I, I will say like that. Get him in like these like square bricks, and I'm like, hey, can I get a pound of this stuff? And he just takes out a brick and hands it to me. Thunk. I will say that I like that. Um, you know, the dealer's hall was more utilized. So there meant that there were, you know, more dealers, more artists, but it still was nice and wide open. So it's not like you felt like you had to move around with the crowd. Yeah, I thought that was really nice, you know. And again, there were like open spots where you can just actually hang out and chill in the deal in the dealer's room, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we partied on Saturday night. Oh yes, we did. Mm-hmm. A little too much. Just a little. Just a little. Just a well, it's the first time. Well, it's the first time and actually, I think, ever that I've actually had a, you know, a party slash social experience like that at a convention. And oh, yeah? It was really fun. Yeah. Glad you had a good time, huh? Yeah. There was also egregious what? flashing of, like, done by all, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, let's finish the alcohol upstairs. Oh, we're done with the alcohol upstairs. Let's go downstairs to the hotel bar. Yes, yes, we did. And we drank some more. Mm-hmm. And then we had, we had four shots of tequila there, and Mako took two. Tequila is my shot of choice. Yes. And the fourth shot was dedicated to the entire staff who worked very hard, you know, so much appreciative. Yep. And, and we just found some up. random like corner in one of the hallways and just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everybody was like drinking there. About one everybody was drinking yeah. there, so I, I sent Ronma to go get me another drink. Yes. Which he returns with a Long Island iced tea, which I just downed. Funk. Yeah. <laughs> and th- you yeah, know. I, 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 I'm pretty dangerous when I start getting uh, when I start getting uh, started with my drinking. Yeah. Like, oh, tequila shot, sure. Oh, Long Island iced tea, sure. One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, four. Mm. But, yeah. Seconds later. Ooh, mind eraser, what's this taste like? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we were mostly up and uh, living by Sunday morning, so... And we, it worked out. And we did our, you know, would be a better term. Mm-hmm. We did our cosplayer interviews, which were pretty, which was pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. So, but unfortunately, the microphone is officially dead. Oh, what happened? It it it, it, it finally went out um, while I was interviewing a a friend of mine. It finally died on us. I haven't checked the audio uh, playback, but you know. 
but you know, it was the wire, and it finally went. And we've had that we've had that uh, microphone for a good two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be a uh, time to upgrade to a little bit something fancier. Yeah, we'll have to see what's in the budget. <laughs> but for now, a moment of silence for our microphone. Really? <laughs> Seriously? Yes. <laughs> But you liked it! Dumbass. But you liked it. Anyway. Yes, yes, yeah. So, yeah, so Sunday, um, I took my time getting ready because I really, like, there was nothing major that I wanted to go see. Mm hmm. Uh, so the only thing that I think I ended up doing was, um, I did get my picture. Yep. So as soon as you start posting stuff, there will be a picture of Billy and Mandy, which is awesome. Everything is awesome. Uh, Sorry. But, um, yeah, as for this weekend, I'm pleasantly surprised at how many Sailor Moon cosplayers were there. Mm Mm-hmm. And we end up having to move to another location. And I was surprised there's just as many human lunas that were there. Mm-hmm. So, th- that was pretty awesome. Yeah, there were two human lunas for the shoot. Yep. And I know two others that ended up being around that weekend. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Erisaka and Lady Ava. Mm-hmm. And Erisaka, you know, ha- had her, 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 her youngin' and as Diana, so the three of us had our pictures together, you know? Neat. Yeah, those mm. were adorable pictures. Yeah, it was. I had to leave early because I was cooking for, I was cooking some uh, snacks for uh, the WrestleMania party I was going to. Mm. It turned out to be a big hit, obviously. That's good. Mm. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "taxi." Yeah, so I think the the one thing that I kind of wanted to do that I didn't get a chance to was I really wanted to go and see Artemis. Oh um, yeah, I stopped in there and I and I I took pictures. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's the one thing that I really wanted to do that I didn't get a chance to get over there. And for those of you that don't know what Artemis is, um, basically it's you know a cross between an RPG and LARPing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Um, basically, you're playing a huge video game. Um, there's, I think, eight stations, and each station is for uh, something on, you know, a spaceship, a starship. They had it set up as close to the Star Trek... Um, bridge? The, the, yeah, the Star Trek bridge as they could. Um but I really wanted to get up there and see, you know, because they've got the whole screens and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I didn't get a chance to get over to that area basically at all. Um, so I'm kind of disappointed in myself at that one because I really wanted to see that. Maybe they'll have it next year. I think that's pretty cool because this is the first time a convention has actually had something like this. So Maybe I'll take it to another convention. 
Maybe. Well, no. There have been a couple of conventions that have had something like this. Okay. Uh, but it's mostly um, – like the ones that I see that have them are mostly like the, the video gaming conventions. Because I'm almost positive I, – I know one year – I think it was two or three years at PAX – there was this whole thing about, mm-hmm. you know, what what it was about. Right. But I don't think it was playable at that time. Mm-hmm. But I think the year after that, they had um, the demo set up that you could go play. But, you know, I, I've this is the first time I've seen it, you know, really being advertised at an anime convention. And while ZenkaiCon is more than just anime, everybody is, oh, yeah, the anime convention. Oh, yeah, the anime convention. So just for we're for lucky something... they got them. We got we're lucky they got like people will call us by that and not some uh, not something more derogatory. Well, it, like, or like oh, 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 just those fucking nerds. Mm. But Zenkai well, is more than that, though. So. Yeah, it's I, I we mean, know it's that sci-fi yeah. and anime and all of that. But the amount of people that were calling it a comic con, mainly because the only conventions that you really hear about in the news and things mm-hmm. like that are comic cons. Because it's like. Yeah, it's, you know, it's something similar, but it's not, you know, a comic convention. Right. But it's more than a Gen Con, too. Because it's called, the whole Comic Con thing is because people are always, you know, it's what you hear, you know. Mm -hmm. It's the names that are connected to these conventions, so, you know. But it is what it is. Now... Like I said, in the grand scheme of things, I will always give Zenkai high marks because I've never really had a problem with the convention as a whole. And if I ever did, there are staffers there that have been able to take care of it. You know, I've never heard of any staffers being mean to others. I mean, I did read a couple of reports about it, but thankfully the awesome con chairs, like, I'm on this. What happened? Information, you know, it's all good. Yeah, I think there were... Um, some issues and I think this happens at a lot of conventions mm-hmm. people will see somebody in you know either a shirt from another convention or something that looks official and right. they all just assume that those people are staff yeah cause that, hap- that happened to me cause I'm standing wearing my uh, Vogue staff shirt and someone's asking me about registration but I was like oh it's right down there you know but they asked if I was staff first but you know someone just assumed I was Again, Vogue shirt. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the stereotype of polo shirt equals staff. If you don't believe me, wear a polo shirt and walk into Staples, Best Buy, or H. H. Greg, or, mm-hmm. or Barnes and Noble. Let's see how fast people will ask you if you are staff. Well, like at DerbyCon, mm-hmm. I was walking around with the clipboard that had all of the uh, the uh, the sign off stuff for the interviews and photos mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And everybody just, oh, she's got a clipboard. She must be important. Let me ask her a bunch of questions. Right. Meanwhile, I'm in, you know, street clothes. I just happen to have a clipboard. Um, I will say, and this isn't, you know, against the convention itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope that by next year there's something done about the um, – Elevators. Oh yeah. One oh of... god, the elevators. Yeah. Well, okay, so it's kind of not the cons' fault that they only had, you know, three elevators 
you know, going between. Well, the it's not the cons. The, uh... It's not the cons' fault at all. It's nope. again asshole people that go to these conventions that will sit there and press all of the buttons or force doors open mm-hmm. or any number of things. Honestly, um, I've never seen either of those two things happen. Oh God, I've seen it all the time. All of a sudden, you know, you're trying to get into the elevator and every single floor is pushed and you're on the first floor and need to get to the 12th. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Nerd rage. Mm-hmm. Or the people throwing elevator parties. I haven't seen one of those in a God knows how long. Yeah, so it's like I, I almost wish that, you know, after, you know, a certain point on Friday that the elevator can go to the first floor and then you know, go to the third floor. It skips the second floor. I can't tell you how many people got on on the third floor and only went down one floor. There are escalators. There is a dedicated elevator that goes from the third floor down to the floor that main events and, you know, all of that is on. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to take the the regular elevator just to get off on those floors because there is an elevator that is just dedicated for the convention center. Yep. So it's like, that was really frustrating. And then getting stuck on the fifth floor because the elevator I'm in decides that it's going to break Yeah. and having to walk up, you know, to the 12th floor from that. And again, it's not that is not the convention's fault. That's asshole people screwing around with the elevator, just playing. I just thought it was weird that there was only three elevators instead of the usual four you see in a convention uh, hotel like this. Yeah. Well, I think the other like because it's two elevators on one side and then one on the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Normally, be two and two. Well, I think that space for that where the other elevator would go is staff only elevator. Yeah, but here's the thing: every hotel has that hidden staff elevator. So. Yeah, but if they don't have enough room to put, you know, a separate elevator somewhere else, that mm-hmm. would have to be the staff elevator. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh-huh. So I mean, if they don't have a dedicated area for their own staff elevator. They've got to use, you know, where they can. And as Rageinator says, elevator go down the hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sarah but Ackerman I, I says, say Hyatt, slowest elevators ever. Fair enough. I, I will say that um, packing up the car, even just that little bit that we did after the rave Saturday night, mm-hmm. brilliant idea. Yeah. Nobody using the elevators, no issues whatsoever, was able to take, you know, the big bulky stuff down and pack the car. Um, I definitely recommend doing that. Even if it's not, you know, two or three o'clock in the morning when the rave is ending. Yeah. Just, you know, taking the stuff down that late at night when there is nobody there. Amazing timing. Yes, yes, it is. And then, you know, when you're checking out, you know, it's... You still gotta wait, but at least you'll be able to get on with the last of your stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I had three bags at that point. So when the elevator ended up showing up, there was enough room for one person. I'm like, here, I'm just me. It's bags that I'm holding in my hands. Mm-hmm. And because they were held down low instead of you know a backpack or something like that, I had no issues. 
So I recommend this at any convention. Pack your car the freaking night before, but not when, you know, main convention hours are still going on. So if you can stay up until, you know, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, pack your car at that point. Yeah. And bring a small extra bag that you can put in, you know, one night's worth of clothing, one day's worth of clothing, and you will save yourself an amazing amount of time trying to uh, get out of the hotel the next day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that was really my only gripe. I didn't have, you know, any issues. Um, there wasn't a, a lot of, you know, excessive crowding or anything like that. The only, uh, I guess the only hiccup I saw was um, when people didn't have their badges out going from the first floor up to the second floor because they were checking badges at yeah. the top of the escalator. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you barely stepped off the escalator and they're asking you for the badge. If you don't have that ready, you're you're basically being pushed out of the way from everybody behind you on the escalator. Mm-hmm. See, and one person actually had the audacity tell me, you know, I can't, you know, to have my badge around, around my neck. I'm like, what? And what about the, all the other people who had their badges, you know, around their waists or hanging off their hips? Or exactly. Some, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, my whole thing with that, as long as it's visible, fine. But, you know, some conventions are really, really, really strict about that. Yeah. But, you know, I've never had that issue with Zenkai. And Gamer Girl X says, I don't understand why people literally stow away their badges in their bags. That I agree with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are some conventions where you only have to show your badge when you walk into the convention center and everything else is free-for-all. But because the convention center is in a hotel, they're going to be checking badges when you go in anywhere. Um, And then, like, this isn't a ZenkaiCon thing. This is just a a general convention thing. Mm -hmm. I always wonder why they care about badges going into the dealer's hall. Yeah, that that, that always struck me as weird. I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't want a lot of outside people taking up space for the people, like, that are at the convention. But at the same time, wouldn't the dealers appreciate, you you know, random people being able to go in and shop? Yeah, more money for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's completely different if obviously there's something in the dealer's hall that is convention related. But, you know, I I would figure that it would be better to get the artists and the dealers, you know, the extra potential revenue than saying, oh, no, this is a convention only um, thing. You can't get in. Mm -hmm. And that is at so many conventions that I go to. I I just I, I don't I don't get that one. I mean, there's probably a really good reason for it. Again, probably, and it probably comes down to, you know, wanting the the space in there for the people at the convention. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it. It seems I don't know. All right. Um, we do not have a Skype line. 
balls. Yeah, the Win 10 update slipped right past me when I wasn't looking, and I, and it's stuck in an endless loop trying to roll back, so I will be doing a Win 10 repair later tonight. Not that big of a deal, but it would have been nice to hear from a few people to know about the, uh, hear about the con, but it is what it is, you know. Uh. Um, let's see. Hold on one second here. Let me see if I can uh, get it to do it now. Um, see if I can get it. To, all right. Let's see. All right. Come on. <sighs> Tired much? Very much. Well, we're almost coming down to the wire here, so. Yes, except that you're still playing with your laptop. As opposed to other things. <laughs> Is it working? No. You know, I'm, yeah, just, I'm, over, just, overall, I'm just going to turn it off for right now. That, I'll just deal with it um, later. Th this was definitely one of uh, my better experiences at Zenkai. I'm, I, on a side note, I'm just glad I was able to get all my convention pictures off the laptop, so I'm good. Mm. But anywho, you know, Zenkai is like a perfect, well-rounded convention. This is perfect. You know, if you're hitting so many conventions, you want like a break or a relax, a chill con. This is it. This is a perfect Chilcon medium-sized convention. So, since it's going to be April 1st to the 3rd next year, make time in your busy schedule for 2016 and come through and say hi. Ari, your thoughts about Zenkai? <clears throat> it's really good. I mean, it's easily the best con I've been to this year so far. But uh, obviously I'll have the convention report to, you know, better articulate shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh... But, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go back next year. I just hope they manage to leave out the April Fool's jokes. <laughs> oh, no. There there will be April Fool's jokes. Like, I just... Like, they're getting started with all, already. I just checked my DeviantArt stuff, and there was a notice that they said that they have a breaking news report saying that Disney had bought the Star Trek franchise. Yeah, and it's Spock with his hair shot to look like Mickey Mouse ears, and I'm just staring at the screen, going, "Who in the actual fuck do you think you're fooling? Really?" Truthfully, I am so excited for Zenkai Con next year. It's oh not even funny. Oh god, really? Yup. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Why is oh, that? Yeah. Um, cosplay group. Yep. <laughs> Oh, the group. Um, we're trolling. I don't know if you know it's if anybody else wants it to be announced, but uh, don't announce it. Don't. No, no. Yeah, we're we're trolling. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Uh, I will say one thing. It will be my first crossplay. Huh. So I'm I'm extremely amused. Well, okay then. <laughs> All right. Now let's. Uh, like I said, there's no Skype line tonight because the Skype computer decided to uh, shit to bed with a patch update that I'm going to fix later. So we're gonna go ahead and go ahead to the 
open forum topic. Um, the open forum topic is where we ask all of you, the fans, um, a particular question or, or an opinion or a topic on something in the anime and cosplay fandom. This is this week's open forum topic. Working as a team. From working with Zenkai-Con, I can easily see and say that the entire staff looks out for the con-goers, just as much as the con itself. Can you tell us of a time when the convention staffer came to your rescue? Now, I also say this because as I'm on a few of the Zenkai Facebook groups, and if there's, like, if there's any issues, there's a staffer that pops up and says, I'm part of staff, what's going on, how can I help? And they, t- you know, and they pass it along to proper channels, which I think is really awesome. Now, from Sarah Ackerman, she says she's worked cons and been a gopher. She ended up saving Todd Habercorn at the Glass City Convention by delivering batteries for his microphone after the handheld mic went out. She got applause for that and ended up laughing after she got off the stage. She has yet to relay on a concept to save her day, but when you work the con and end up saving the day, it's a great feeling knowing you helped out the people you love. Also, remember, remember cons to charge you charge your batteries for mics. Yeah. From Ranger Serena, a couple of days, a couple of years ago, when I broke my toe days before Otakon, I had a staffer give me a pass for the elevator after she watched me struggle up a flight of stairs in my Sailor Moon costume. Hello Kitty, flip flops, and a cane. <laughs> That's cool. Nice of them. Yeah. Now, another person from Alberto, he says, at all my conventions, I can't recall a moment where a staff member helped me in a life or death situation, yet every time I've had a question or something, it's only good help I get from all the wonderful people, which is cool. I never really had an issue where, you know, a staffer has come to my aid, but I've seen things, you know, like, I remember one year Anime Next, a bunch of guys tried to get into the stat, into the convention for free, and the con chair stood there with his crew and was like, if you're going to get in, you're going to pay just like everybody else. You know, let me guess. They took offense to that? And they turned tail and left. Even better. You don't fuck with Carlo. <laughs> um, what about y'all? Do you have any um stories of a, of a con staffer saving today? I've never had a con, a con staffer come to save me or do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I don't know. I've usually been that con staffer. All right. Uh, I, I, um, usually when like I'm I'm staffing a convention, I'm always on. I may not have my staff shirt, but you know, like even this year, I was you know ju- just staffing a little bit i wasn't you know i wasn't really manning my rooms or anything like mm-hmm. that i left that up to my staff um mainly because you know this is my last year and i just kind of wanted to relax and enjoy um you know the the finale of it right but you know e- even this year it's like i wasn't even up in the staff room and you know i'm watching out for people and making sure that things are going okay and i th- i think it it all depends on not just being staff but the type of person you are mhm i mean cuz there are going to be some staffers you know and not not staffers but gophers that they just don't get it 
they think that it's there a free for the badge. Yeah, yes. they think it's a free ride into the convention and all of that. But if you've been staffing conventions for a while, I mean, you don't even have to go to a convention and staff. You're you're always on the lookout for something, and you see things with you know a different eye when you're doing something like that. So, like. <clears throat> I was walking around and it's like if somebody needed help I'm like oh you know it's going to be over here and oh yeah you can do this and it was like oh okay and like again I wasn't I wasn't dressed like staff so most of these people probably didn't even realize that I was a staffer mm -hmm. it, it all depends on you know who the person is and who like how they react to people So yeah, I'm I'm usually that staffer that's going above and beyond and all of that good happy horse crap. Yay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into um Let's see what are we looking at? Let's go ahead and get into a uh, news from Japan. Who wants to go first? I'll take it. Go for it. Teacher arrested for putting tooth filling in convenience store lunch. Ugh. The fuck? An elementary school teacher in Hyuga Miyazaki Prefecture has been arrested after it was discovered that he had lied to a newspaper reporter regarding the presence of a foreign, foreign substance in an, on an onigiri lunch that he had purchased at a convenience store. According to police on February 24th, Akira Kuroki, 46, told a national newspaper that an onigiri he purchased contained a tooth filling. Uh. It was later discovered that it had been, in fact, Kuroki's own filling and a statement had been falsified, seriously damaging the store's reputation. And he, he was arrested for harmfully disrupting the operations of the business. Ugh. That's just disgusting. Both his stunt and the idea of a tooth being in a rice bowl. No, just no. That's all I have to say. Exactly, you know. Uh, it's rare that something's so disgusting that we're just like, oh, fuck this. Screw you guys, I'm going home, you know? Mm-hmm. Alright. Um. Oh, that's why I get a long flash drive. Um, let's see. I'll take the second one, because this one I was kind of amused by. Wakayama City official arrested for taking fruit knife home from work. What? Wakayama City's crisis management division had a bit of a crisis themselves recently as a director Takashi Yamada stepped down for being arrested for being in possession of a 9 centimeter long knife which had used to peel some fruit earlier in the day. He is suspected of violating the weapon control law, which we are surprised to learn that that covers peeling tools as well. Really? Yes. The arrest happened around 10 p.m. where Yamato was heading home after a post-work drinking session, which he said in his own words had more than usual. <coughs> huh. 
when it was time to get out of the cab, he did so, but he sat down on the street and refused to move. The taxi driver called the cops, and after searching the man's bag, they immediately arrested him for possession of a weapon. Hmm. Now, as the article says, there's a legal basis for his arrest. He was allegedly so utterly wasted that when the police found the blade in his back, he was unable to explain why he had it. And according to Article 22 of Japan's Weapons Control Law, individuals must be able to provide a legitimate reason for carrying a blade over 6 centimeters in length. That's not even 3 inches. Uh, that's all I have to say. Seriously, well, 2 and a half centimeters is an inch, thereabouts. Yeah, well, not for nothing, but uh, the United States has some pretty strict laws on knives, too. Yes, I know. Because I, I think it's anything over the width of your hand is illegal. Not the length of your hand, not fingertip to palm. But, you know, the palm... So if you've you got know. gigantically large hands, then you can theoretically get, get away with hep with carrying around a fucking short sword. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm looking at mine, and I could get away with, uh, maybe two and a half inches. Yeah. Granted, even the short blades I have are technically illegal, because <laughs> of how they are, uh, shaped. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, he was so inebriated, he couldn't come up with a reason right off the top of his head why he had it, so... <laughs> but because of all of this, he resigned as the head of crisis management in Wakayama City and forced the mayor's office to issue an official apology. And this is what happens when you have, um, you know, a whole culture of going out and getting drunk is a good thing. And that if you don't go out with your coworkers, you're actually, you know, a snotty bitch. So it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. Yeah, there have been, um, like, people that if they don't go out drinking with their bosses and their coworkers, they're actually skipped for promotions because they're seen as not being, you know, a team player and a people person. Wow. So if you don't go get drunk with your boss... You're screwed. And it's even worse, I'm assuming, if your boss has a gigantic tolerance for alcohol and you can't keep up with him? Mm-hmm. Well, also the issue with, uh, you know, the whole enzyme and Japanese and them not being able to break down alcohol so they get drunk really, really easily. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's there's a whole culture. If you don't go out drinking with your coworkers, you're seen as a bad person. It's like, That's... oh, I'm sorry, honey. I can't come home and help you with the children. I have to go out drinking again. Could you imagine something like that in the U.S.? Yes, it has happened. There's reasons why we watch Jerry Springer and Maury and other shows. <laughs> Anyway, last article. Yes. Man dressed as postal employee robs elderly couple at home. 
the police in Kota Ward, uh, Tokyo, said Tuesday they were looking for a man who posed as a pol- uh, as a post office worker and robbed an elderly couple at their home on Monday night. According to police, the bogus postal employee knocked on the door of the apartment at around 9 p.m. He said he had a registered letter. When the door was opened by the 66-year-old woman who lived there with her 73-year-old husband, the man barged in and threatened to kill them with a knife unless they gave him money. The couple handed over 100,000 yen in cash and three credit cards. The intruder bound their hands and feet with tape and then fled. However, the husband managed to free himself and call 110, mm-hmm. uh, which is their 911. Uh, the police suffered a broken tooth after being punched by the assailant. The man who wore what appeared to be a postal worker's uniform was described as being in his 60s and about 160 centimeters tall and of stocky build. Charmer. And again, could you imagine that uh, postal workers working until 9 p.m. here? Actually, yes. Some postal workers I know don't like working past 9 a.m. here. Mm. I'm like out delivering and stuff, not working in the offices and stuff. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I was getting ready to say. Yeah, I mean, there's a big difference between working in the offices to get ready for the next day and actually going out and delivering mail at 9 p.m. Which is, again, a thing in Japan. Mm. And could you imagine if you had a job like that where you're working until 9, 10 p.m. and then have to go out drinking with your boss? The shitstorm is unyielding. (laughs) I don't think I could do that. This is me that you're talking to, okay? I think I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna pack my shit and go and go home. I can't do this now. It's been real, people. So, nah. I would establish a baseline for drinking by grabbing a bottle of tequila and like downing half of it right in front while staring my boss in the eye, then slamming a bottle on the bar, and going Rah! something like that. Yeah, I don't know that that would work. Challenge accepted, motherfucker. <laughs> well, no, because then they'd still give you more alcohol. It's not, you know, how quickly you drink or how much you drink. It's socially drinking with them. Yes. So, you know, it's not it's not a drinking competition. Mm-hmm. You, like, you have to watch them because especially as an American, they will attempt to get you drunk off your ass. Um, I don't know. A a nice intimidation factor would be good every now and then. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you sat there and drank a half bottle of tequila, they would expect you to drink more. One tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. Mm -hmm. And then then Mako will look over and be like, lightweight, take their shot and keep going. (laughs) All right, all right. As Serenity1488 <laughs> says, the podcast okay. is running kind of long tonight. Well, yeah, we always run long when we're doing convention reviews. So we're going to go ahead, take our last break, and wrap shit up. And in the meantime, I just found the updated Win 10 image, so my laptop should be back up and running later tonight. But no point in it now. So we'll be back. 
And that's another convention in the bag. And we ran really late with this one, so we're going to make this brief and get the hell up on out of here. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. If you have any questions or issues, go ahead and drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Uh, Check out the podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. All the great sites for you to get it in case we are, if you're not able to get it from our our site for any reason. Um, Definitely check out the website this week. Um, We will have the ZenkaiCon report going up. We'll have links to some more photos and videos from prior conventions going up this week as well. So please swing by and check them out. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash TV. All of our convention videos are there, so swing by, check out some masquerades, some cosplayer interviews, have fun. We also have our own individual uh, YouTube pages. You can find me at youtube.com slash djronthes, Ari is at Ari22682, Mako Chan's over at Jupluna. Twitter.com slash session. follow us here for updates on our website and what conventions we're going to and so forth, you know, just to be in the know. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find us at Twitter, find me at twitter.com slash djronthes. Ari is at the Ari Man, and you can find Mako Chan over at Joe Videa. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To our fans, thank you so much for liking the page, liking the posts, everything. So as you continue to like what we have, we will continue to give you more content. That's what we're going to do. If you want to follow us individually on YouTube, I mean Facebook. We have our own pages. You can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And Mako-chan is over at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And like I said, we're here twice a week, live Tuesdays at 9.30. On course, Thursdays at 1. But while you're here, definitely check out some of the other geek-centric podcasts on the VOG Network. We have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, which is Thursdays at 4 p.m. if you're into Star Trek. Um, if you like... American programming, British programming, pop culture, television, movies, book reviews, and all that cool stuff. Check out Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Understation Live. Four different podcasts with four different points of views on the pop culture, Doctor Who, and all the other cool stuff. Definitely check it out. If you like what we do here Tuesdays, swing by at 8 p.m. for Electric Sisterhood. It's Panelicious and Ninja Sister right out of Boston. Tell them we said hi. Um, if you like MMOs such as World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV, League of Legends, and other Heroes of the Storm, other cool MOBAs. Check out our MMO Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow at 12 and Horde House at Wednesdays at 10. And and also and, and also part of the VOG Network is the Geek Card. They're here Thursdays, I don't know. They're here, I think, Thursdays at 9 p.m., no, 9 a.m. Eastern, so swing by, check it out. Another, another awesome uh, British uh, podcast. I think I'll have to give them a listen because I like their opening theme. It's pretty cool. And then bring it all back to Sunday with gaming podcasts with the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Two of the longest running gaming show, gaming podcasts and gaming review shows on the internet. Two shows about independent voices, independent gaming reviews. If you want to hear uh, no bull, straight up info, this is the shows for you. So you definitely want to check those out. Um, and I believe that is it. Um, join us next week. We'll be talking about 
Castle Point, uh, Avalon Cosplay will be joining us, and we're going to talk about that and the panel that she ran, and we'll have some news as well. So definitely, you want to be here for that. Uh, let's see. Um, programming notes, we will not be here the Tuesday after Memorial Day. That's uh, Tuesday the 26th. We'll be recovering from Denver Comic Con. So we'll still be here every Tuesday till then. We're going to go around the room. Uh, last words, Mako. Um, somebody linked me to the three songs that it seems that uh, Hasbro decided to release Ooh. today. All um, all songs that were, I guess, cut from uh, uh, Rainbow Rocks, mm-hmm. the Equestria Girls, My Little Pony movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually kind of cool. I'll definitely check them out later. Yeah, one is... Um, rarity centric and I'm not a big rarity fangirl and I like the song cool (coughs) last words Ari (coughs) that wasn't it Uh, the the post Wrestlemania Raw crowd last night was 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 on top once again they they took one look at Sheamus and decided they're not putting up with this shit. Seriously, he got a you look stupid chant. Fair enough. Um, they actually gave Brock a standing ovation when he fucking bodied Michael Cole. And they booed Roman Reigns. That not Roman Reigns. That's, yeah, Roman Reigns. They booed Roman Reigns out of the building. Mm. Post WrestleMania crowds are fun. True. It's all. It's, it's always been awesome. You know, it's the raw after WrestleMania has always been awesome. Uh, my last words is, I found the ISO image. I'm going to rebuild the laptop, and if I have to reformat and start fresh, no harm, no foul, because I got everything I needed off there anyway. So it'll probably be a pain in the ass to re-download the drivers, but that's life. Mm. Um, that is it. End of list. We're gonna get up on out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Later. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Thank you. All right, Uh let's get up and out of here. She's too tired to do it otherwise. Don't! Uh Uh-huh. Jamatane.